Sawbones is a show about medical history, and nothing the hosts say should be taken as medical advice or opinion. It's for fun. Can't you just have fun for an hour and not try to diagnose your mystery boil? We think you've earned it. Just sit back, relax, and enjoy a moment of distraction from that weird growth. You're worth it. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to Sawbones, a marital tour of misguided medicine. I'm your co-host, Justin McElroy. And I'm Sydney McElroy. And I'm so excited and nervous and a little bit excited and excited and scared. Isn't it nice to know a lot and a little bit not? That's right. I did the research for this week's Sawbones uh, to give Sydney into the woods. Oh, into the woods. Sorry. That's all right. It wasn't a very good rendition. Um, no, no, I, I'm with you now. It just took me a minute to follow where you were. Sydney was real busy saving the world this week, and she said, J-Man, in my hour of need, can you please come through for me and help me to and, and research an episode? Please, I'm begging. I'm on my hands and knees begging. And Justin was like, but I don't know anything about medicine. There's only one thing that I love more than anything else, more than you, my wife. <laughs> that's not true. I didn't say that. And that's... Brands, boy, do I love brands and uh, love love interacting with them on social media. I love the different products and everything. And I thought, you know they, what, they have Arby's themed swim trunks for sale now. If you like those, who are you telling? I'm the audience. Oh, how do you know that? Because you own them. Okay, there we go. All right, good. I was hoping you weren't telling me because you've seen me in the Arby's trunks, and I can't imagine that's an no, image that's I, easily wiped away by time. I only know about the Arby's trunks because you own them. I thought that I would tell everyone, and you would then like jump in and be like, "I already have a pair," and they're the meatiest. I don't know. Ew. Oh, they're real Ew. meaty. Ew. No, uh, I wanted to celebrate brands. We're always talking about medicine and achievements and uh-huh. illness. And in my head, I'm like, Science. but where are the brands? Right. So I wanted to do, it was originally going to be an episode where I celebrated a bunch of different brands because we've been watching this show called um, The Food That Built America. And it's this amazing, like, super gravitas mixed with, like, and this is how he made Lay's potato chips. <laughs> You'll never believe the story behind Campbell's soup. Everybody's it always vacillates between a very frustrated uh, young business person who's trying to make it, yeah, and then the same business person celebrating by drinking a glass of whiskey in their yeah. office, and then being frustrated again, and then celebrating with more whiskey. Yeah, there's reenactments. So like, <laughs> <laughs> there's reenactments. So like. As time passes and they get wealthier and wealthier uh, and their business becomes more and more successful, they don't ever change offices. They just like shoot it from or like clothes. They don't change outfits. Sometimes they'll get a big fake mustache. Like I'm an older man now and I'm still making camel soup. Out of this office in this suit with yeah. this same, the same outfit. Glass of whiskey. 
That, that, that's always a big feature. I never get to drink whiskey in my office. Yeah. Well, that, that has something to do with your My line path. of work. Sure, sure. So I was going to do an all, um, was like a, a complete retrospective on brands. And then the first brand that I thought of, I just kept finding more stuff that I was like, that's pretty interesting. I do not have, a, this is not going to be like a typical Sullivan's where we're having like an arc as much, like a historical arc. We'll be v- vaguely chronological. Okay. Fair. But we're, uh, but it's going to be more of a survey, mm-hmm. just a, an exploration. Yes. Sydney, today we're going to be talking about Vicks. Oh, okay. I know Vicks. Yeah. You, you think, you, you just think you know Vicks. Uh, the Vicks product I'm most familiar with is VapoRub. Okay. Good. Because when I was little and I would have a cold, my mom would put Vicks VapoRub on a handkerchief, like a cloth handkerchief, and have me like hold it and breathe it in. Like a um, like an old timey kidnapper with chloroform <laughs> on their hand, right? That same well, principle. Well, but she wouldn't like put it over my face. Like breathe she would just hand in, it to in, me, sweetie. and I would like cuddle Don't up fight it. on the couch with my box chicken noodle soup and my Archie comics and. Huff, Huff my Vicks VapoRub. The store <laughs> handkerchief. The, we were we we're going to be talking about Vicks VapoRub a lot. Um, the story of Vicks starts with uh, Lunsford Richardson. He was born in 1854 on a farm uh, in in North Carolina. He went to a college called Davidson College. Mm-hmm. Graduated with with honors. Uh, uh, he he married Mary Lynn Smith. They had kids. H. Smith Richardson and uh, a, a second son, Lunsford Richardson, Lunny Jr. They also just, had, a, just a regular life so far. Regular life. It also had three daughters, Lorinda, uh, Mary N., and Janet L., according to. Now, do I have to memorize all these names? You've given me a there lot of children's a, names. There will be a quiz. Okay. No, we're getting his like. I'm only going to remember this is not a, You have to remember, this is not a tortured character. I don't even know that his life is particularly that interesting, but he is at the heart of Vix. Okay. So we're going to talk about Lunsford Richardson. So he's working in Greensboro. He's working on different like home remedies and Mm -hmm. and what have you. Um, And one of the products that he comes up with is, well, VapoRub. Not called that at this time. He sells a lot of different things. Um, And he's looking for an umbrella to put it under, right? Mm -hmm. And he stumbles upon Vix. So his last name, Richardson, would not fit well on the label okay. of, the, of the products, right? But Vix would. Vix is the last name of his brother-in-law, who was a family physician, mm-hmm. who, according to some accounts, helped to give him some startup money, but also like was naming it maybe just like, if you know about Vix, this physician, this is the, the uh. Vix Home Remedies. There's also a very popular product called Vix Seeds. At the time, and he was sort of like building on that idea, mm. but mainly like his name wouldn't fit on the label. And I think it, it kind of t- continued to get to him that it wasn't, you know, under his name. But Vix was short and it was punchy. And pretty soon there were 21 different Vix family remedies, mm. as, as they were called. So he comes up with uh, there's there's two different versions of the VapoRub story. Okay, there's the one that the Vix company tells you, and then there's another one. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, here's what the Vicks website will tell you about the creation of VapoRub. The Vicks says the product was created by Lunsford Richardson out of love and concern for his sick son. 
young Smith Richardson had a severe case of croup, mm. which is what, Sid? What's that? What's croup? Uh, croup is a viral illness that kids get. It's caused by a virus that's a para-influenza. Next to. Next to influenza <laughs> adjacent. This is a different virus. So uh, it's a viral illness. It's usually self-limited, but sometimes you need some medications or some respiratory support to get through it. Kids still get it today. So this is, uh, so they say that the, he had Krupp and uh, Lunsford Richardson combined unique ingredients into a salve that when heated by the body would release soothing vapors. And then it says on the website, the boy soon recovered. <laughs> it's like, yeah. 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 It probably the boy wasn't probably the, would have recovered anyway. Probably. Now, there is a different version of this uh-huh. uh, from a McGill University professor named Joe Schwartz, who claims that the product can be traced to Jules Binguet, a French pharmacist who created... Binguet, ben I'm guessing. exactly. But his last name, B-E-N-G-U-E. If you're wondering why it's called Binguet, it's because his last name was Jules Binguet. Huh. <laughs> That's the name of the guy that created it. Is that how you... That's not how you spell Bengay, though, the product, right? B-E-N hyphen G-A-Y. They wouldn't right. make it like uber phonetic for the dumb, dumb Americans. Well, that's because I think the I think the average American speaking English would B-E-N-G-U-E say Bengu. So which is th- wrong. This is a menthol-based product, not unlike VapoRub, but it was sold as a treatment for arthritis and gout and n- neural neuralgia. 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 Like nerve pain. Okay. Uh, Alga, it hurts. According to Joe Schwartz's accounting of this, uh, Lunsford uh, heard from – he sold Bengay in his pharmacy, Mm -hmm. and he heard from his customers that it cleared their sinuses, which is not his intended purpose. But because of the menthol in it, he heard from them like, oh, this worked to clear my sinuses. So he basically like a version of Bengay, but using that as like the – uh, the the idea behind it. And, you know, who knows? Maybe it was a little column A, a little column B. You know, obviously sure. the VIX website doesn't mention Ben Gay as like the the spiritual inspiration for this product. But right. that is that is one accounting of it. But they would never – you would never do that, though, with a lot of these products because they're being sold not on the strength of their um, – like the quality of the product necessarily mm-hmm. as much as the recognition and connotation. So mm-hmm. you wouldn't want to build on another competitor, you know? He called this product Vix Croup and Pneumonia Salve, but you know it today obviously as as VapoRub, mainly marketed towards croupy babies. Uh, it had menthol, which was a, a kind of new drug that was uh, coming from Japan, mm-hmm. and it was incorporated into a balm with some other ingredients like camphor and things like that. Sure. And uh, since it was only – it was popular uh, in part because it was used exter- externally. Mm-hmm. So there wasn't um, stomach upset. It wasn't creating stomach problems for people. So they they liked that. That was pr- apparently one of the, the selling points of it is that it wasn't bothering your tummy like that, a lot of these other treatments would. Yeah. Well, that makes a lot of sense if you consider that the a lot of the remedies, so to speak, of the day – as we've talked about on the show, the way you would believe that they did anything is b- by making sure they did something. And so a lot of them would, you know, make you feel really sick or give you diarrhea or whatever. And then you knew, like, it's working. So in 1898, he sold the drugstore and he uh, started a, a wholesale drug company, uh, at which he eventually sold that part uh, to found Vicks 
family remedies company. He he wanted to just focus on that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, initially, they struggled to sell outside the uh, Greensboro area. Uh, eventually, the business changed hands to Lunsford's son, who decided to just concentrate on Vic's uh, croup and pneumonia salve. Uh, but he renamed it. The son, who uh, theoretically the product was initially meant for, renamed it to Vapo Rub, um, and focus on that. That's mm-hmm. what he decided to focus the business on. How did he like? When I think of like Vapo, uh, vaporizer, vapor, the vapor, the vapors that the rub creates. Mm. You got vapor, got rub. It's Vapo Rub. Okay. Um, so that and the name was his idea. He came up with the name. Uh, the the product was still sort of struggling to get like the the sort of like major success story that he wanted it to be mm-hmm. until in one year its sales more than tripled to two point nine million dollars in sales. Can you guess what year that was, Sydney? What what year are we in? If I told you what year we were, no, in. I mean what time period are we in? I mean, like the, when did he first? When was this? He took over, this would have been like, he took, a, the last year touchdown we had was 1905. He took over in 1905, or, or sorry, uh, shortly after that. 1918, 1919. Exactly. Yeah. During the, uh, the. The uh, influenza pandemic. Exactly. It was a huge boon to that product. And it is really what set it on fire. It, it, it was ubiquitous. Yeah. Um, and, and they built on the success of VapoRub. It's a shame because it probably did nothing for. Influenza. Well, yeah, but I mean, why <laughs> let that get in the way of a good brand story, Sydney? <laughs> You're not here to be a bummer. You fill the Justin role. You just make fun jokes. I'm just saying. But not like, at the expense of brands. A lot of people bought it, but it wouldn't have helped them. Um, so we the, 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 to, to continue to, f- to follow the sort of Vic's story, uh, uh, they continue to introduce new products after this. And 31... They sold uh, cough drops that were in the – if you've ever seen the classic Vicks logo where it's like the inverted triangle that's greenish. Yeah. With a little point down at the end. That's yeah. the shape of the uh, cough drops that they that they uh, brought out. Triangular, huh? Yeah, right? And uh, you wouldn't think of those as the most aerodynamic. <laughs> well, it doesn't sound like it would be pleasant in your mouth even. Yeah. In kind ni- of all angles. No, you wouldn't think. In 1952, cough syrup. Uh, was added to the mix. 1959, they came out with Sinex nasal spray. Uh, and in 1966, NyQuil hit the market. We're going to zoom back in on some of those products. NyQuil. Mm-hmm. Uh, so in 1930s, mm-hmm. they merged with the William S. Merrill Chemical Company to form Richardson Merrill. And that was the name of the company for quite some time. Richardson Merrill, obviously not using the Vicks thing, just focusing on, you know, these, the, the he wanted to get his last name in there, at least. In the right, name. somewhere. Um, Vix uh, kind of became synonymous because of these products. Kind of became synonymous with with colds, cold yeah. and flu stuff. And uh, they even in the 1940s started marketing the Vix plan to fight colds. Right. I don't know. So this is a, a a strategy that they cooked up for how they could fight colds. And I'll read this to you. This is. Uh, from their vast experience, Vicks medical advisors and scientists developed a simple home guide called Vicks Plan that proved its real worth in tests made among 2,650 children under medical supervision. Reports show that it resulted in fewer colds, shorter colds, 50% less sickness from colds. 
Now this tested VIX plan is ready for you to use in dealing with colds. Of course, VIX plan may do less for you and your family, or it may do more. More. <laughs> no, wait. Okay. At a time like this, it is certainly worth trying in your own home. 250,000 kids? 2,650 kids. Oh, I thought you said 250,000. That'd so, be a heck of a study. Yeah, well, that's what I was going to say. How did they get that? So 2,650 children. Yep. They tested this plan. Would you have the plan? What is I the plan? I got the plan. It's a three-step plan. Do you have the, do you, did you read the study? Did they publish the study? No, this is a newspaper ad I'm reading. So no, they didn't have this. Just trust us, there's a study. It was, is it is implied. That's what I'm wondering. I wonder, I'm wondering, like, where is the study? Yeah, well, we, I don't have the study in front okay. of me. Okay, so. Maybe there wasn't one. Here's the plan. One, observe a few simple health rules. Live normally. Avoid excesses. <laughs> wait, 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 Live wait. normally. Hold don't, on. Don't be Back weird. Up. Live normally? The first one is, don't be weird. <laughs> Don't do weird stuff because we can't account for that. Live normally? normally. What does that mean? Live normally. Avoid excesses. Drink plenty of water. Keep elimination regular. That's huge if you want to avoid Keep elimination regular. Keep elimination regular. As if I have a choice in that matter. Like, just like like I'm deciding? Come on. Well, you know, there are nutritional things you can do to stay regular. Get needed rest and sleep. Avoid crowds and people who have colds. Hey, got to okay, shout out to- Okay, that one's a good one. That's, that's a good, a good one, right? one. That's Avoid actually a good one. Avoid people that have colds, right? Yeah. When a cold threatens, at the first warning sign, first sniffle or sneeze, use Vicks Vatronol as directed. Vatronol. Yes, Vatronol. What was that? I don't know. Which of the products? I'll tell you about Vicks Vatronol, Sid. Just slip those headphones on. Okay. Jackson, Mississippi, and the beautiful residential district hasn't suffered one bit from the California and Arizona snows most sections of the country have been getting. Even so, with all the changing temperatures, Mrs. Brown is troubled with a sniffly, sneezy head cold. But fortunately, she knows that today, head cold stuffiness can be relieved in seconds with Vicks Vatronol nose drops. They work fast to bring soothing relief. Meanwhile, downtown at his office, Mr. Brown knows it's good business to keep a bottle of Vicks Vatronol nose drops handy. A few drops soothe irritation, help to clear out congestion, bring relief in seconds. Try Vicks Vatronol yourself. So as near as I can tell, Sid, mainly like, uh, looks like... N nose drops? Their nose drops looks like similar, from what I was able to find, similar ingredients to... What was in vapor rub? Just sort of like intense, I believe like menthol and camphor, but you would take drops of it and just blast it right in there, your nose holes it, there. I'm trying to find the ingredients in it. From what I could find here, menthol and camphor were the... Those were the ingredients? Yes. Okay. Probably wouldn't kill you. <laughs> I don't know. That's uh, that's true for a lot of these when it comes to, I mean, I don't want to knock on Vicks too hard because when it comes to so some of these like over-the-counter, cold, sinus, whatever, remedies. Mm -hmm. Even today, a lot of them, it's like, well, they probably won't kill you. We're going to get into more <laughs> of that, and I love your judgment. If you could reserve it just a little bit till I finish my story about brands. Uh, so, so Vatronol is step two, when a cold threatens. But if you still get a cold, even and even after you jam uh, a Vatronol up your nose, can't yeah. your nose. Uh, use Vicks Vapor Rub at bedtime. It's double action, starts to work at once, and keeps on working for hours mm -hmm. and invites restful sleep. The uh, first thing won't prevent a cold, and this will not cure a cold, but carry on. 
Then at the bottom, it says full details of Vic's plan in your package of Vic's. If the miserable symptoms of a cold are not relieved promptly, or if more serious trouble seems to threaten, call your family doctor right away. A reasonable plan, I feel like. You know what's hard? Plan. You know what's hard about that plan? I it is it is reasonable to say if you have like your traditional and when, and I want to be very cautious how I couch this because we are living in COVID times, so everything none of this applies currently. Everything's uncharted. But generally, in the past, if somebody said, "I woke up this morning and I had a runny nose and a little bit of a cough and some congestion." and it sounded like a cold, I wouldn't advise them to rush immediately to their doctor or call their doctor right away, right? Mm -hmm. Like a lot of times for mild cold-like symptoms, you don't need to rush anywhere. Yeah, but if Now, I don't know that if you use these over-the-counter things, I don't know that it's necessary. I think you could or you couldn't, and it wouldn't really matter that much. But I do think like the idea that you don't need to, for what seems like a mild cold under pre-pandemic conditions run to the doctor i think that that is sound advice yes but the problem is if vix also has to do a little covering of their proverbial butts legally speaking like well, listen yeah. go just go to your doctor okay we don't know what we're talking about i'm sorry just kidding just buy the vapor rub please just buy the, buy the vapor rub and then go to your go to your doctor and get the vapor rub there because back then i bet you could have i'm going to tell you more fascinating facts about vix but first i need you to uh, take a break with me and follow me to the billing department Let's go. The medicines, the medicines that escalate macabre for the mouth. We have just started rehearsing for the summer theater. That's right. Summer starts in March around these parts, and that means we don't have much time at all in the evenings to make dinner. But we will not be just consuming Wendy's, uh, although... There will be some Wendy's consumed, but we are going to have a little extra help with Factor, which delivers ready-to-eat, delicious meals right to your door, and not like junky stuff you get out of the freezer aisle, whatever. This is real, high-quality, chef-crafted stuff that in two minutes, you're ready to eat it. I'm talking about some Southwestern-style turkey and mac. I think this week, I'm going to be enjoying a shredded chicken taco bowl is 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 part of my plan. Um, but they got like fancy stuff. Listen to this. Where are you going to get this? Truffle butter filet mignon. I mean, seriously? From 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 a, a box? Pre-prepared? All I got in two minutes? I mean, filet mignon? That sounds delicious. Yeah, it sounds delicious. And you can give these a try. And it's not just these meals. We're talking pancakes, smoothies. They got some great wellness shots that are surprisingly delicious. And the meals you just eat and eat. There's no prepping, cooking, or clean up. Get as much as you need by choosing your meals every week. You're going to get exactly what you want. No surprises here. Uh, and the meals, I can say, are delicious. So what do you got to lose? Head on over to factormeals.com slash sawbones50 and use code sawbones50 to get 50% off. That's code sawbones50 at factormeals.com slash sawbones50 to get 50% off. Sydney, you know how you're always saying that you'd like to build a Justin McQuarrie fan site full of all your favorite quotes, clips, videos, and hunky pictures of beloved podcaster Justin McElroy? I don't remember. Well, there's that- no need to wait any longer, Sydney, because Squarespace is going to make it easier than you could possibly believe to make a website uh, all about your favorite hunky podcasting superstar. I don't think I was going Squarespace, to— Squarespace, what is it? It's a tool—think of it as— the palette, the palette of a web 
design artist, but you don't have to be a web design artist. You could just take stuff off the palette that is created by real people that know what they're really doing and put it from the palette onto the easel. The metaphor is broken down. Basically, you're going to be able to create great looking websites that have fantastic customer support and help you unlock your creativity and do whatever you want to with your small business or podcaster obsession. You can sell products. You can uh, post your videos. You can share your stories about how Justin has shaped your life and is also a fantastic father. Folks, you got to stop waiting to make your Justin McElroy fan site. Go to squarespace.com slash sawbones for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch your Justin McElroy fan site, use offer code sawbones to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Video games. Video games. Video games. You like them? Maybe you wish you had more time for them. Maybe you want to know the best ones to play. Maybe you want to know what happens to Mario when he dies. <laughs> In that case, you should check out Triple Click. It's a podcast about video games. A podcast about video games? But I don't have time for that. Sure you do. Once a week, Kickback as three video game experts give you everything from critical takes on the hottest new releases to scoops, interviews, and explanations about how video games work to fascinating and sometimes weird stories about the games we love. Triple Click is hosted by me, Kirk Hamilton. Me, Jason Shire. And me, Maddie Myers. You can find Triple Click wherever you get your podcasts and listen at MaximumFun.org. Bye! So, uh, some more quick hit stuff about uh, this company, which at this point, where we are currently, is Richardson Merrill. Um, They uh, made a push for a drug called Kevadon. Mm-hmm. Um, that I I believe you talked about you you were going to be delving into this aspect of this um, story yes. uh, in later episodes. We're not yep. going to dwell on Do it. Do you want me to just name what that is? It's thalidomide. It's thalidomide. It's thalidomide. We, we've gotten lots of requests to do an episode yeah. on that. So, so yes, we'll be, re- we'll be revisiting that. That's a whole episode worth of material. Vix Formula Forty Four. That is, I feel like you never see that one as much anymore. I still for I sale, remember it. Like I know, yeah. No, I don't see it. it's a it's dextromethorphan over over the counter. There you go. Um, and then there is in like we said the mid sixties we have Nyquil. Now Nyquil was interesting, and what sort of set it apart at the time when it was released. You know, Nyquil is the sniffly, sneezy. You know, so you can rest medicine. Right. It's they a, they change the combination of different things. It's the things. sleepy time formula. It's the sleepy time formula. In fact, uh, well, why is it called NyQuil, you ask? No one knows. <laughs> well, Not I for thought, so, Well, hold on. I know what you're about to say. Because. This is what it says on the VIX website. The origin of NyQuil's name is shrouded in legend. Many believe that the name legend? was. Many. This is from the company's official website. Many believe the name was derived from nighttime tranquility because it de- delivers superior nighttime relief and provides the healing power of sleep. Of sleep. Well, I assume that night reference night because of day quill. Well, Nyquil. Yeah, quill. But day quill came decades later. So oh. yeah, night quill will help you get your Z's. I think what they're saying is we don't know why it's called NyQuil, but this seems like a good, <laughs> good well, race in I a think city. The quill part, to my thinking, and I mean, I don't know. This was just my guess. From a marketing perspective, quill, maybe it makes you think of tranquil or yeah, tranquility, tranquility, or maybe it makes you just think of tranquilizer. Yeah, maybe. Like, I want something to knock me out because I'm so tired of coughing. 
is yeah, kind please. of the con. I mean, well, and that's how we think of NyQuil, right? Like it's the thing that you take when you just need to, <laughs> to be asleep and done with this right. cold for a while. The evil, the the thing about NyQuil that makes it like sort of a why it helps it make a splash. We had cough syrup. Yes. We had cold pills, cold medication. NyQuil was the first one that said, like, let's do it all in this syrup. Right. And it's not just for coughs. It's for the entire constellation of, of symptoms. Um, it also was the first to include a dosing cup, so mm. you could, which was a big deal because it made dosing at home. Like, normally if you had a constellation of symptoms, you would have to go to your doctor and say, like, I have this and this and this. And here are the three different medicines that you would need for that or try to mix them yourself, you know, figure it out at home. But this made, like, you didn't have to do that math. You didn't have to figure out all the different doses. It was all in this one dosing cup that was that came with the, the bottle. That, you know, that makes sense, too. When I think about, like, how often as a kid when I got medicine, it was just measured in, like, a spoon. This is about a teaspoon. Yeah. And, I mean, it is a teaspoon, but it's sort of a tea. I mean, it's sort of, you know, it's not as exact, certainly, as a measuring cup. Yeah. Um, and MLs. But the other thing about that, um, it's an alcohol. What? There was alcohol in there. Yes. Yes. You got acetaminophen, dexamethorphan, um, doxylamine. Doxylamine. Doxylamine succinate. Mm -hmm. Succinate. Which, uh, uh, citric acid, alcohol, some thickeners, flavor, high fructose corn syrup, mm -hmm. some sourness. Um, the, not a lot of alcohol, I don't think. No, there used to. I, I, I'm not sure about this. I think there used to be a little bit more. Mm -hmm. um, and of course, alcohol, extremely common ingredient in like, oh, all medicines at this point. Yeah, uh, especially anything that was going to be a liquid was usually, you yeah. know, put in alcohol. Like, that, well, they alcohol. say that the alcohol is to act as a solvent. Yeah, that is what they. That's what, that's that, what I'm saying. That's that, what they say. Yeah, and not just like, you know. Yes, but I mean. That was always the connotation I had with NyQuil was like, that's the stuff you drink when you need to sleep. So following the Vicks story a little bit more, it, it, the business evolved into Richardson Vicks eventually. Uh, and that company, Richardson Vicks, was acquired by Procter & Gamble in ah. 1985. So there's not a Vicks company anymore as we know it. It is more of a... Line of products. Yeah, it's more of a line of products. Now, does, in your opinion... And I have some facts, but they're very eh, – Vicks Vapor Rub, does it work is the question. Um, I have looked into this briefly before because we've we've talked around Vicks Vapor Rub. We've never done this sort of history about it, but we've talked around it. And my impression is that there are some studies that indicate that, like, menthol and camphor and those ingredients can make you feel mm -hmm. like – you have the sensation that you're less congested can give you that sort of like symptomatic relief, but they're not necessarily altering the course of the illness in any way. So there's like some subjective improvement. Okay. That, makes is, sense. that is my impression from, from what I've read. And that, that's basically what, uh, there was a study that Penn state did, um, that showed that it's more effective than placebo petroleum rub for helping cough and congestion and helping people sleep. But the study also showed that unlike the petroleum rub placebo, Vicks Vapor Rub was associated with burning sensations to the skin, nose, and eyes. So, and 5% of the, of the people who were in the study had a rash as a result of using the product. So, really? Yeah. And the study's first author is, was a, uh, according to this Wikipedia article, was a uh, 
paid consultant for Procter & Gamble. Yeah, that I mean, I, I think it's that when you inhale that scent, you feel like you're breathing better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is a that you do get the the sensation uh, of of improve. It feels like it feels like. Now, I don't think that translates to you are breathing better. That that would be what I would argue. But like certainly subjective. Now, I am surprised that that many people got a rash. Um, yeah, in that study, that that seems like a really large percentage, considering that. Vicks Vapor Rub is used, or at least mm-hmm. it used to be. I don't know if it's as common now. I feel like that there was that moment where a lot of parents use these sorts of things for their kids mm-hmm. before a lot more regulation came in. You know, mm-hmm. like we used to, I mean, that, the, the days of Dimetap and things yeah. like that, you know, when our parents would give us all these medicines that then the, you know, governing organizations came in and said, actually, don't, no, never mind. Don't give all this stuff to kids. It's not really helpful and it might it probably won't harm them, but it might, and it doesn't help. Uh, to, to have a more complete list, to, to circle back on um, uh, uh, VapoRub itself, because that is sort of the 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 core of the line. Um, we talked ing- about ingredients. Camphor, eucalyptus oil, menthol, and then they have inactive ingredients, including cedar leaf oil, nutmeg oil, petroleum, thymol, and turpentine oil. This is a product, VapoRub specifically, that has a... Like what you just described, that is a story that a lot of people for generations have have had. Vaporub is important like throughout the planet in different ways. Um, it's uh, in different like uh, cultural communities. It takes on different like aspects. It, there was an article the, uh, in the LA Times about uh, – they refer to it as uh, Viva Portal. Like the uh, my my pronunciation is probably poor, but like it's very important to their community, right? It's in Germany. It is that they are these products are for sale. They are not called Vix because Vix sounds a lot like thick. And if you're wondering what that translates to, it would be like if here we call these products Vux. <laughs> Oh, so in Germany they're called Wick, and it just looks exactly the same. It all looks exactly the same. It's just Wicks. <laughs> it's not Vix. It's Wicks. Okay. Uh, and so that's what they're marketing uh, marketed under in uh, throughout Germany. Did Did you find anywhere where they put it on their feet? Um, I've heard that before. I've had people tell me that they put yes. vapor rub oh, on yeah, their yeah, yeah. feet to yeah. relieve like cold symptoms, and I found that very fascinating because that was not. The tradition that I would say locally I am more familiar with is rub it on the chest or, like I did, put it on a handkerchief and inhale it. That's what I hear most frequently. Um, It is not – it would obviously not help with the the helping the cold symptoms on the feet. Some people use it um, for – again, none of these treatments are tested. But in the same way that Bengay would work as a a topical analgesic. Is Mm -hmm. that the right thing to say? You got it. And then – Apparently, there was some indication that it might help with foot fungus. So that was why people were applying it to the feet as well. I've heard that. You know what's so interesting is all this stuff gets muddled. And I have had people tell me that during times of illness, they will go to get in bed, put uh, Vicks VapoRub on their feet, and then put on some warm socks over it to hold it in. And that that's how they'll help. I've heard that. And, I, you know, it's always like, well— Oh, that's probably not going to help, but it's not harmful, I suppose. I have to tell you my favorite 
this is my favorite thing about Vicks. And I've told you some, I know, captivating things about this brand already. But this mm-hmm. is my favorite thing. It's big in India. Okay. Uh, and it had a sort of slow uptake in India. It was brought over there in um, the, uh, the the mid-60s. And uh, the, the, the salesman who brought it over would go to markets and like individually, person by person, um, pitch it to them and explain mm-hmm. it to them how it worked. Um, it, and it caught on there really big. It, in fact, one of the uh, – uh, in a book called uh, India Unbound, the author of that book describes going to someone's house where a woman was boiling Vicks in hot water mm-hmm. and then breathing the vapors. Yes. And that is where the company got the idea to for like – For the vaporizer? For the vaporizers and stuff oh, like that. Oh, we used to have it. one of those. Yeah, exactly. So it was like – that it was that's how big it was there but in the mid 80s it started to struggle for two reasons one is uh pharmacists it's a it's it, the system is more complicated there than it but basically the pharmacists were boycotting vicks because they wanted a bigger cut of the uh, uh of the profits basically they're like distributing and not mm-hmm. creating them right okay um, and then also the government became because it was worried about it's it's politically complicated, but basically the government put in an order in the mid sixties that continued for decades that said that they were able to control the price of drugs because mm. they were worried about um, Chinese interfering with with uh, drug prices. It's it's complicated. That part's complicated. But here's the important thing: they were struggling, right? the The pharmacists were boycotting Vicks, and also the government was controlling. Uh, the prices of uh, mm-hmm. drugs. To explain the pharmacist thing a little bit, retailers and chemists who sell drugs, manu- I'm reading here, retailers and chemists who sell drugs manufactured by pharmacists dictate the availability of drugs in the market and consequently their price. So basically the people making the drugs were separate from the people selling the drugs and they wanted uh-huh. more money. Anyway, it's not the important thing. Here's the important thing. VIX was... Their profits were going way down, and between these two factors, they were not making money on Vicks Vapor Rub, which is an extremely popular product. Mm-hmm. They just couldn't couldn't make a headway. Okay. So, at that point, Vicks of India applied to the government because of a small exception in their rule about price controls to encourage um, small practitioners and people who weren't into allopathic treatments, Ayurvedic treatments. Mm-hmm were not part of the drug price control. So in India, VIX filed for VapoRub to be considered... An Ayurvedic treatment? An Ayurvedic treatment. They went through the different Ayurvedic texts and found parallels... I'm sure. Yeah, I can see where that would be. Uh Ayurvedic treatments, which we've talked about before Mm -hmm. many times on the show, um, basically very... uh, Old, 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 ancient, like Indian mm-hmm. treatments that have been passed down and are still practiced. You it's know, a, it's its own medical system. It's a different medical that's system. It's different than allopathic right. medicine that we practice. But Vix went to the government and said, Oh, Vaporub? It's an Ayurvedic treatment. Look in the books. <laughs> Look at did, these that, did that ancient work? Ancient texts. Absolutely, it worked. So now it Vix to this day, Vix Vapora is registered as an Ayurvedic product in in India because they were able to like look at it. There's no licenses. They don't have to pay as many taxes on it. The price control isn't a problem anymore. Uh, and and according to this, Vix uh, – uh, oh, and they could also sell it 
everywhere because it yeah. wasn't a drug anymore. So the, the pharmacists uh-huh. couldn't control the price anywhere. Uh, and and the outlets carrying VIX tripled, according to this article, to 750,000 uh, different ones. And uh, it was massive there. India was established as the leading producer of Vicks Vapor Rub among more than 130 countries. Um, and it is uh, it is now a, <laughs> a hugely popular Ayurvedic treatment. That's wild. If there's something very cynical about that. I can't say I love, but... I, I mean, that's brands, though, Sid. That's brands. No, th- you're true. Hey, you're listen, right. That Sid, is, that's, that's not, brands. That's not medicine. That's not science. That's brands. That's brands for you, folks. And uh, I, that is my that is my story with Vix, uh, a a proud brand, um, and that has done some questionable things that we'll talk about well, at a later date. All all brands. Yeah, uh, not all not all brands. Not all brands. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that that's always the problem with the intersection of um capitalism and medicine. I mean, they're two different goals. One is to make people healthy and one is to make people money. And what I think the thing the takeaway for me about Vapor Rub is and the thing that seems to like resonate with people is when someone feels bad, it is a thing you can do that makes you feel like you're doing something. That's what it should say. On the package. Feel like you're doing something. There is so much of medicine that is that. It's hard, though, because I am more from the opinion that the art of good medicine is doing as much nothing Mm. as you can. Mm. Um, Don't tamper (laughs) too much. But uh, can I just say, uh, I I understand that impulse, and I certainly associate the smell of Vicks VapoRub to this day with being cared for and soothed and loved and coddled you know because that's those were the times when it was part of my life and so that's nice and Mm -hmm. like scent is a very powerful memory like creator and stimulator and all that so Mm -hmm. i mean i think that those sort of things maybe not medicinally are important but culturally socially have some relevance and Mm -hmm. some importance that you can put on them um you always wish they could i mean maybe it's more appropriate to not classify it it's like a drug, so to speak. The only thing I would say, though, is when you name the ingredients, you name several different oils, like eucalyptus and mm-hmm. things. And um, I think we've mentioned this on the show before. Inhaling some oils can be triggering for things like asthma attacks. Um, so specifically, I would be very careful. And this would be true not just for Vicks VapoRub, but anything that you're going to, like, vaporize and inhale, whether it be in a vaporizer machine or, like you said, like boiling something to inhale the vapors. Um, that's always something to be careful with if you have a history of any sort of breathing problems, asthma or COPD, or um, even in rare cases, I, th- I think I've read about like epilepsy and stuff. So I, I would just be careful with like inhaling strong oils from any source. There was this, st- that's funny you said that there was actually an article from Science Daily from 2009, I found when I was researching this, that said that um, it was a study I wake for us that suggested um, that Vicks VapoRub might. Uh, create respiratory distress in infants and small children because it stimulated mucus production and airway inflammation, which can have effects on the breathing of an infant or a toddler. Yeah, so. there's, there is, uh, we talked about this in essential oils. There is a reason why, like, just smelling something might not necessarily be dangerous, but actually taking the next step of burning it in some way, you know what I mean, not burning it, but vaporizing it, turning it into vapor, right? You know, that that step and then inhaling it in larger volumes mm-hmm. can be dangerous to some people. And so I would approach that with great caution. I don't think if you 
like sniff some Vicks VapoRub. That's necessarily dangerous, well, but inhaling large quantities of it or vaporizing it. What certainly. they suggested here in this study is first of all, just like following the label instructions because it's, it says on the label, you shouldn't use it under for people under the age of two. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's a specific baby rub for, for that purpose. Yeah, probably. Uh, uh, I think they sell. And then also um, to not put it directly under the nose. It's not supposed to go like on the lip. It's supposed to go on the chest and you inhale the vapors from it. So you shouldn't put it on a handkerchief and stick it up under your nose. Probably you should not do that. I would say, generally speaking, if you are concerned about any sort of breathing problems or in young children, just don't use this. Yeah. yeah sure. I mean, it's just. <laughs> if you want to abandon a brand that's been for you for with you for generations, and go for it. Abandon the brand. Would it see if I care? It's well, it's hard. It's it's like I said, it's so many of these things, and this is true. By the way, it can be frustrating if you're a parent, especially if like you were a parent in more recent gen, like your kids are older mm-hmm. and like now you're watching them have kids. This is a big shift. There are tons of medicines for kids over the counter type stuff that we used to give all the time that we got, Justin, I'm sure, as children that are probably not dangerous, but also don't help. Yeah. <laughs> and will be dangerous for just a few. And so the shift has been just don't do it. It's yeah. not going to help. It it probably won't hurt, but it might hurt somebody, so why what's the point? Um and I don't maybe Vicks VapoRub goes in that category. Um thank you so much for listening to our program. Uh we we very much appreciate it. Thanks to the taxpayers for the use of their song Medicines as the intro and outro of our program. Thanks to you for listening and being patient with me. I, I know this is probably different from our normal thing. It's pretty hard to do Sydney's job, as I found out. I thought you did a great job. Thanks, hon. I appreciate it. I was that. very proud of you. That's going to do it for us. Uh, be sure to join us again next time. Until then, my name is Justin McElroy. I'm Sydney McElroy. And as always, don't drill a hole in your head. Fund.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.